Ooh. When are you back from Cork? I'm going to be up and down now for like the next month and a bit because I basically I'm on the I'm on, I'm on until the insurance expires, which is like I think first week or two of November. So I just need to practice as intensely as I can. But it's like for example, it's my uncle's 60th this weekend, so I'm coming up uh, and then staying up until Tuesday because I've got I got my last lesson. You know the, the fucking. The, the lesson that was overbooked or double booked and then he never just rescheduled then finally tracked <laughs> him down so that's on Monday um, and then it's Nuria's birthday the week after weekend after that so I'll back up again fair when is this when is this uh, episode coming out uh, this one will be out Monday the 17th uh, I'm just trying to think now okay so I, I can't say what I'm doing for a birthday then oh, okay it'll give the, it'll give the game away safe to say it's not cocaine actually i was watching him and i got my hair cut earlier shocked when she's doing coke (laughs) whoa i I was was getting my hair cut earlier and um, the guy had on the spanish open the golf (laughs) and some uh, some older golfer was being interviewed and his son is his caddy and instead and the interviewer instead of saying you know oh what's it like you know, having your son as your caddy, or your son's been your caddy for a few years now, said, your son's been on the bag for eight years now. <laughs> oh, no. And you can see the, the golfer, like, try not to laugh at it. Yeah. They, they well did that on purpose. I never, I never once have thought any slip of the tongue like that has actually been an accident by, like, a professional commentator. Yeah, well... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, I've definitely, done, I've definitely done it, but I'm not a professional. Like, I, I am... Um, on my first ever public talk on my PhD, wanted to talk about how these two um, these two brothers had fought off an IRA raid on their home. Um, and what I actually said was, yeah, these two brothers beat off a whole IRA platoon. <laughs> so it does happen, but I guess I'm not yeah, a professional presenter. Also, though, no one's going to believe you did that by accident either. They're going to believe you did it on purpose. So there's no winning. You might as well just take credit for it. <laughs> that Danny's a wild dog. Great talk. He's always talking about beating people off, though. <laughs> it gets oddly sexual. <laughs> to be fair, one of the most interesting. Speaking of oddly sexual, guess who's here? Keanu Reeves. No, he's too directly sexual. It's obviously Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a good call. I I do always think that like whenever you see like Adam Driver like on like an one of those like perfume ads he does or whatever, and like it's like the photo and he has like a shirt off, I do think like oh this guy's an attractive guy. Why don't I think that more often? Then he speaks, and I think like oh yeah 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 because he's like a weird freak. Have yeah, you yeah. seen um there? He's in a, he's in a new movie or like they're filming a movie right now where he plays uh, Enzo Ferrari, <laughs> and <laughs> it's a courageous film because they're the first movie to have the courage to make Adam Driver look as ugly as he probably is. Like Fair. balding, fat. They've done something weird to make his nose bigger somehow. <laughs> he already has a pretty fucking heckin' schnoz on him to begin with. It's something about the forehead flows into the nose. They've really emphasized it. They've added to its elegance. So were they just thinking that, like, hey, this guy was such a good Italian in that fucking uh, house of Gucci. That we have to do it again? Or did they think, you know what, he fucked this up pretty badly, but we believe there's a good Italian in there. And until he nails it, we can't cast him as Mario. 
The way that House of Gucci was weird because every actor in it was acting in a different film. Like, there was entirely yeah. different performances from one another. And the only one that matched the directing style was um, Jared Leto, who essentially was Mario. You know, I kick it the ball, let me get the pasta. <laughs> Which, like, was the only one that fucking matched the tone of the film. Everyone else was, like, going from anything between serious, you know, melodrama acting to a fucking music video. Like, it was, it was, very, it was a very strange, I, very bad film. I really admire that Lady Gaga is doing, like, you know, weird, like, character pieces for her acting stuff, rather than, like, usually what the, the like, musician into actor role is, which is just kind of these bit parts where, like, you know, yeah. they just kind of have real easy lines. In saying that, I don't, like, has she been really good in, like, anything? <laughs> um, like, I, she was I, 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 the is, star is, is born, wasn't she? Is Lady Gaga not too old to go into film as a leading lady? No, I wouldn't say so. I like I mean look is look she at her weird. I'd say she is she really in her forties? I guess. Lady Gaga. No, no, she's thirty six. She's thirty six. She's just is been she famous 36? for so long that you kind of feel like I feel like she must be in her forties because I feel like I'm her. about to lap her in age. I feel like I'm gonna somehow end up forty before she fucking is. I thought she was forty six. I was I was at a Lady Gaga concert in like two thousand and nine. And like I was like seventeen at the time. How the fuck is she now only thirty six? She released um, like Just Dance. That was her first song. That came in two thousand and eight, and she was twenty two. Twenty two. That's not even that weird. Sure fun not, fact, actually. Are you not mixing up with same Lady Gaga concert? Uh, but like, just like obviously with different <laughs> different people. Huh. Um, I didn't find out that till years later. Eva has like a bunch of like ticket stubs and stuff for concerts she was at years ago. And when I seen the Lady Gaga one, I was like, I was at that concert. I shot I was joking from it. I was like, no, like legitimately, I was actually at that concert. I I didn't realize we we're at the same concert. It's funny. We uh, I I've often wanted some overlap like that with Korea, <laughs> but the only times I was ever like in Spain before you know before we met was at like those awful touristy uh, package holiday places. So I can't imagine she was ever in one of those. Like fucking La Villa de España or whatever. Yeah, like Benidormi type places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Lady Gaga is only one year older than Kesha? Huh. I would have thought Kesha was a lot younger, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> These people really... I think Lady Gaga actually isn't aging. I think like she like ages one year for every tree that pass. She's going into three of them, really. There's, there's her, there's Rihanna, and there's Katy Perry. And I have no sense of any of them. Katy Perry is well pushing 40. She's definitely like 38, 39. Katy Perry is 37. Rihanna's 34. And Lady Gaga's 36. I knew Katy Perry would be the oldest. Honestly, I thought she would have been like almost 40. Katy Perry is like a year and a half older than Lady Gaga. But Lady Gaga is only one year and three weeks older than Kesha. We're a celebrity age podcast. Who would have guessed it? I was yeah. watching one of those videos, which is like the top song every month type thing you know and it's interesting to see how things change but the thing i was really struck by is fucking lady gaga has been around for so long and her songs are always pretty different from one another whereas like you know yeah. Katy perry kept recurring and after a while like Katy perry's released the same song for a decade now that's fair. So, like credit to lady gaga for at least giving a different a different single every time for innovating with the that, as like a performer and like an artist maybe she is better in saying that 
as a celebrity, I've never seen Elmo thirst over Lady Gaga, and he really <laughs> fucking wanted <laughs> Katy Perry's jugs. So I, I think that like that's a that's a one like you know they're one one, they're just they're tied at the minute. Fair. Was Katy, was Katy Perry also on on the Simpsons or Muppets? Uh, I don't. I've know. definitely seen like Muppet Mr. Burns and Katy Perry. Muppet huh. Mr. Um, this all ju- uh, yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a picture of uh, of Muppet Mr. Burns being squashed into Katy Perry's bosom. Oh, maybe she, maybe that's her thing. Maybe puppets just fucking love her. Maybe that's like her 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 niche. Maybe she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a puppet artist. And like, oh, you do puppetry? Like, no, 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 no. I perform four puppets. You know what? Fair play to her for being as successful as she is with such an incredibly specific niche. That's that's real overcoming hardship. Do you think that's why Russell Brand liked her? Is he a puppet? He's a fucking muppet. I tell you that. <laughs> all his fucking recent shit. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's something all right. It's no, amazing how it's. Though. He's not episode 59 of Morning Brew, I'll tell you that much. I am, of course, Adam Sheridan. Stephen Burke. Daniel Purcell. And Russell Brand is not invited. Not this time, baby. We are neither a vaccine misinformation nor a vaccine information podcast. Russell, if you want to come on the show and, uh, you know, do, uh, read through uh, a thesaurus. No, come come on the show, and um, but you got to do one of the numbers from the Mighty Boosh. Or or he has to randomly uh, put, get him, oh, not get him to the Greek. What's that other one? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, no, it is get him to the Greek. Sorry. Where he does, <laughs> where he does the whole fake album. He has to uh, randomly intersperse songs throughout the entire episode. What if we got Katy Perry on the show and secretly bushwhacked her with Russell Brand? I'm fine. Listen, we can get Katy Perry on the show. We don't even need to ambush her. I'm a big fan of all the Just Eat guys. Katy Perry, Snoop Dogg, huge so fan. Far. Wait, I just realized I was thinking of Noel Fielding when I thought of not Russell Brand. He's yeah, yeah, I, was, I thought you might have been. Oh. But I also didn't know enough about the Mighty what if Boosh. We should, to what if, what if, what if, what if, right, we set Noel Fielding up with Katy Perry? That's not done it. Well, okay. I, I don't think his wife and kid would like it very much, but I think they'd be a good couple. What age is Noel Fielding? Probably like 45. <laughs> to present the great British Six. He is 49. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make that tracks. Noel he's Fielding old, is he's so as old as a Led Zeppelin. Like, he's, he's the same he's age so as several Led Zeppelin albums. His, le- his, his level of comedy has like expired and he's thrown it in the bin. And hey, like hey, now, you, you, you leave no feeling out of this. He's great on Bake Off. Oh yeah, and now his big thing where he's like, "I'm weird now. Look at my purple jumper." It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's always been weird. He's always had a purple jumper. He hasn't always been weird. He's always trying to be weird, and now he's just like given up trying. And it's like, oh, I have a hat that looks like a bug. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you're very strange and weird, Mister Nofielding. <laughs> he's a genius because everyone, he tell, be... everyone tell Noel how weird he is. Or you get really no, no, he's a no, genius because he, so he, be he used to work with alternate comedians, which is a very edgy crowd to convince them you're weird. Now he's like broadcasting to grannies. Who like if he wears a purple jumper, they're like, "Oh, so strange, isn't he?" So it's a much I, easier audience. Actually, do you know what? I think now he's just he's just aged with the audience. I think he realizes that his fans are now also fifties, and he's like, "Oh, they're gonna be winding down with a cup of tea tonight. They don't want to see me in neck high boots." <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never seen someone's career pass away because their much funnier partner was like, I'm just kind of doing random shit now for a while. I'm going to host like a maze game reality show. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> I guess I'll do Bake Off. I don't know if it's a funnier partner, but uh, I, I, I know it's your man, uh, the guy from Outcast who isn't Andre 3000. Big boy was fucked the moment Andre 3000 left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't. I have nothing against Noel Fielding. I just, I just think he's an old man now. But like, not even in the offensive way where he's an old man and he's decided to like punch down at like weird minority groups. He's just old, and like he'll make a joke and it's like, okay, granddad, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's his niche now. That's where he goes. That's where he lives. He's not John Cleasing it though, which is like, even when he shows up on those panel shows now, it's just kind of like, okay, he's trying. <laughs> Everyone I mean, give a round of applause. He's trying. To, to be fair, it shows how much of a closed house those panel shows are. That it's been the same people on all of them for the last probably nearly twenty years at this stage, and you can see them all have aged massively. Yeah, you and now they'll get someone on. Bill Bailey's aging. Through yeah, his but appearances now they'll get someone on who's literally not a comedian and they're funnier than the whole set of comedians. It's like, yeah. well, this should be the, this should be like the 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 sign that you need to kind of change this formula up. Like fucking Maya Jama was on for the. Uh, Big Fat Quiz of the Year last year, I think it was. And was, like, so much funnier than the rest of them. It's like, you guys, like, actually do this for a living. This is just someone that wanted, like, to be on TV on New Year's. <laughs> and, like, and is so much better. Like, this this is kind of embarrassing for everyone involved. But, you know, that's what happens. Weird that, like, it's... They've had so few new people come in as well. Like... They just essentially think, pick a single generation of, of comedians. You're the ones who get to rotate all of these yeah. shows for the rest of the time. Well, I mean, that's how it is, right? They get their friends on, but the problem is they don't make friends anymore because they're old. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have the same friends they did when they were fucking 32. Like, who's the only new guy that rotates with them? James Acaster? You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, like, like... The other guy, James Acaster's friend, Ed Gamble. <laughs> James A. Castro's friend. What a rousing. What a like what a high praise. I should have got it's like when Jamie Lee do... Curtis was on Housewives and they, they put her in as like your one's friend, Kate's friend or whatever, instead of putting her in with her actual name. They should have got that viral guy Preston to do bake off. Is he one of one of the Towie guys or something? No, Preston walks off Mock the Week, I think, was the big one. Simon whatever his name. Floppy hair made Tremendous light of him getting stroppy about him reading extracts from the book by his then wife. And so he, he got stroppy. Chantal from something. I don't know. Will you look up the video? From the Ordinary Boys. I remember yes. that when he walked off. Yes. That was very that was strange. Whole, that was a whole thing. Anyway, Preston should walk off Bake Off. <laughs> sure. Why not? The Great British Walk Off. Just uh, do a guest appearance and walk off it and show he's over the whole thing. It would be funny if, like, the producers of the show decided to try to edge it up a bit. You know, we've got enough of the gentle, good vibes. Now we're going to, like, really bring in the tension. That's out of order, mate. I would love to see an American version of it. I heard that they were making an American version of it. I just can't imagine it working at all, given the, the fast cuts, you know, constant rising tension of the American versions of all of those shows. Yeah, well, I mean, they. I found out today they actually had, uh, you know, Practical Jokers? Yeah. They had a UK version, and it, like, has such a fucking, like, mean review from a critic that's normally, like, really friendly towards, like, UK shows. 
Um, <laughs> let me pull it up here. It, it was like mean to a level where it's like, oh, you really didn't like this. <laughs> you don't even have like your PR like, you know, it has redeeming qualities. Like, it was like uh, just a real fucking slander. In fairness, I could see why. Um, let me get it here. Let's see. Um, so according to Laura Zoe Fleming of Vulture Hound, she gave it a one out of five. <laughs> Saying that while it's very similar to its American counterpart, the show seems too forced and the jokes aren't funny. <laughs> like, just like, just outright aren't funny. The four jokers, although funny at times, don't have chemistry. And it makes watching it very cringy and leaves you finding yourself staring at the wall for the rest of the show because it's less painful to watch. This show is 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's 20 Jesus. minutes long. And this person was like, mad about it like f fuck you for making me watch this like there's no type of of show that could be as bad really as something like that not working because if you don't have the material and you're trying to make people laugh it's very obvious very but also like, how like you're looking at it and they're going like oh there's no chemistry here it's like of course there's not you cast like you just picked four random comedians and cast them as like best friends <laughs> on a like on a real like on a like a reality show of course there's no fucking chemistry what the fuck <laughs> it's insane it's insane you thought this would even work if you're a producer you can fake chemistry i don't think you can create chemistry quite quickly through other means i mean you, you know? could fake it's it you could fake it in a show that's not like a prank show when it's a prank show and it requires like three people to be always on and interacting with the person who's interacting with the public mm. doesn't really not really sure. many options to fake it but like if you watch something like Taskmaster and those people, you know, are all essentially strangers to one another too, and they have tremendous chemistry because I don't know if they've been given a few drinks beforehand or they were sent away to some tea bonding thing. It's probably the drink, but also you're probably forgetting the amount of times they've probably done shows together before. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them would have overlap just on the comedy scene in the UK. Yeah. But when I was um, a background dater on first dates, was when I really realized how much of reality TV is hidden alcohol. Like, on that, um, we were taken up to, so I'm sure I've told the story in the podcast before, but yeah, three, two friends of mine and I applied to be background daters on First Dates Ireland with the idea being that you uh, you get a free meal out of it and you get a few drinks and it's just a story. So we got accepted. Um, and essentially what happens is you're taken up to a room where the real contestant, the real dater is there, but also... Uh, like seven or eight people who are going to be dating in the background and they make you play drinking games for three hours and then when you're pretty fucking drunk they send you down to be the um, to be the background daters and like the main guy was barely fucking standing he was barely able to walk in the hotel room and then you watch the show itself and I, out of curiosity I was like this guy this is going to be murdered he's going to look awful and he looks fine he looks normal I'm like oh actually TV seems to take away a few drinks it adds it adds ten pounds, but it takes away seven pints. <laughs> Adam, other like question. Drunkly. Yeah. Other question. When are we putting this episode out? The seventeenth. Seventeenth. Hang on. Uh. You guys are all about the dates today. Shit. Yeah. Uh, breaking news: Last Tuesday, Angela Lansbury has died at the age of ninety-six. Oh fuck! Yeah, I seen that. That's what she wrote as the right. gay community. <laughs> That's right. Six days ago. One murder she can't what, solve. 
what's your what's your instant reaction to something that happened six days ago at the time of broadcast? I mean, ninety six a good old fucking age, isn't it? Mm. And realistically, at ninety six, this woman has probably solved thousands of murders in her in her time. So really, she is probably like you know the most successful UK police force member, maybe of all time. You know, she's definitely up there with Sherlock Holmes, and he's not even real. He was fake. It is, it is one of those things where you amaze that they got to as many seasons as they did of Murder, She Wrote, because eventually the question is going to come up with people. What were you doing, Jess? Why are you here? This is, this is the 40th murder in a row that has happened on the town you visited. After a certain stage... Every one of them. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. I think yeah, it's been detective work. She's been playing it on innocent people the entire time, and the idiot police keep believing her. And all she has to do is write a few books about it to like maintain the ruse. Hmm. What would you so, say is her most famous thing? Then do you know? Her, would you say it's Murder She Wrote or Pots and Beauty and the Beast? No, I'd one hundred percent say Murder She Wrote. Bad knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, that's a good one. Bad knobs and I also I think it's funny she was in the Manchurian Candidate. And I can't remember who was that. So she played the mother in the Manchurian Candidate. Was she Manchurian? Oh, wait, like she was, the, new one or, the new one or the old one? The original. She was the mother in the original Manchurian Candidate and played the mother of, um, what's your man's name? I think James Gregory, despite being only like five years older than him or something. Huh. She was barely older than him and she was supposed to be his mother. God um, Also... She was in um, the movie Gaslight, which Gaslighting comes from. Oh. Which is like, what you're you know, saying is, is that Angela Lansbury created the term gaslighting and then had a successful criminal career where she gaslit police officers in local towns into thinking that she was not a murderer and, in fact, it was someone else, and then they got jailed for life. That's exactly hmm. what I'm saying. Incredible. Maybe the greatest British person of all time. And now she's successfully faked her death to get away with it. And she outlived the fucking queen. She's oh, done just it all. About, just about. It's like, all right, I'm done now. The final murder she wrote was going to be the royal family. That's how it was all going to end. Okay, after, upon the death of Olivia de Havilland in July 2020, Lansbury became the earliest surviving Academy Award nominee. So who is it now? That's a really interesting fact, actually. Hmm. I don't know who it is now. Um, River Golden Age of Hollywood. Okay, it's uh, Google is still going to direct me to yeah. It it still says it's Angela Lansbury on Wikipedia. She's too it's too soon. Her death's too soon. Huh. I mean, Clint Eastwood's ninety two at this point, so he has to be up there on the list, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I think even Marie, is even Marie Sainte uh, She might be. Oh, she is. Even Marie Sainte is still alive, so presumably her. Hmm. I guess it depends on when she when you're nominated as well. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, this is where the years active for Eve Marie Sant. 1946, 2014, 2018, and then nothing. So she did something in 2018. And then we're like, no, I'm not making a comeback, actually. Fuck acting. Oh. So she decided at 90, like at like the prime age of like 95, like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I think I might have yeah. had enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. To be honest, if you make it into the, your... She was in Death in the Nile recent one no no the original 
I feel like it's she's the big old dowager. She's the dowager con- countess type in the in in. Oh. Um, Do you know the, what? The original Death on the Nile with all the feathers and stuff. It's amazing. Salome Otterborn. She's been playing old women since she was like thirty. Yeah. Just as the yeah, like structure, the, I don't know. like the fucking Riverdale kids, except in reverse, where they're all like forty-five <laughs> and they're supposed to be thirteen. I think she's the original. Um, what's it? What's your ones? The Sweeney Todd's friend in Sweeney Todd, Mrs. Whatever, who makes the pies? What's her name? Doubtfire. <laughs> I have no idea. I'd never be able to remember a Sweeney Todd name. Hmm. I keep thinking Mrs. Potts, but it's not Mrs. Potts. <laughs> and and in another in another Agatha Christie role, she did. Uh, she was Miss Marple in the Mirror Cracked. I was about to ask this: Had she ever played Miss Marple? Because like yep. it feels like she should have. I think that's her only role playing Miss Marple, but she did. Like she's like clearly that's the inspiration for Murder She Wrote. Yeah, so they, they weren't prepared to pay the Christie estate for the license. I bet. So imagine, said, imagine where is she, Marple? Yeah. So who was the main player for Miss Marple then? No, just some random actress. Doesn't matter. She's not Angela Lansbury. Fair. Not not Angela Lansbury most of the time anyway. Yeah. There you go. Uh. Yeah, murder she wrote. Well, murder she writ. I can't put that <laughs> anymore in the past tense. Murder she had written. <laughs> oh, one of the... hang on. Her She's last... still alive. No, her last role. Her last oh, wait, role wait, 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 let me hasn't guess. been released yet. Let me guess. Is it the new Knives Out movie? It is the new Knives Out movie. Is it? Huh. Yes. <laughs> I gotta be honest, man. I was really fucking hoping you were gonna say the Mario movie. She has a, ca- I think she's a cameo in it. Suddenly, Ryan Johnston is in the frame for Angela Lansbury for the press tour, isn't she? Murder what if hero. Angela, what if what if Angela Lansbury has been killed off prematurely by Ryan Johnson in order to promote Knives Out? You know who played the, the guy who died in the first Knives Out? Fucking no. uh, Christopher Plummer. You know who died soon after it came out? Fucking no. Christopher Plummer. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, just saying. You know, what is that going on? What's that about, huh? Every that time about? someone stars in a... I mean, eventually this will all be true and everyone who's ever starred in a, in a Ryan Johnson film would have died. Right, as long as we've survived long enough, we can make it a conspiracy. I mean, that's because half dying of Hollywood is in Star Wars. Dying during the press tour is pretty suspicious, though. Yeah, was that's she on the press tour though? So it says she played herself in this film. She's Here's 96. She's to... not going on a fucking press tour, man. But while the press tour is on promoting the film, just saying. Here's what we have to figure out, right? So we know Christopher Plummer died. Mm-hmm. Know Angela Lansbury has died. Mm-hmm. We know Ryan Johnson's in the center of it. However, yep. Where does Coolio come into it? Coolio was in. Uh, it was in the frame to play uh, Jessica Fletcher in the new Murder She Wrote. <laughs> oh, murder uh, y'all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I take that joke back <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> regret it as soon as I left my mouth Julio deserves better Angela Lansbury deserves better uh, that, okay one of those is debatable it's, those is debatable. Yeah, yeah. it's roughly what the queen deserves though so. yeah. I mean you know 
We had LL Cool J in Halloween. We had Busta Rhymes in Halloween. I was really looking forward to the day when Coolio got his chance to be the black star in a Halloween movie and get to go toe to toe with Michael Myers. And it just, it, it fortunately didn't get to happen. And I feel like we're all going to miss out on that forever. Huh. Like, well, who the fuck have we got left? Fucking DMX, don't think so. Well, he's already dead. My point exactly. DMX is, oh yeah, I remember that actually. I, I think anyone who's died in the last five years, I have no sense where on a timeline they fall. Um, I feel like they're all recent. They've all happened like last week and they also all happened five I mean, D- years ago. DMX, DMX was only like a year ago. That was yeah. very recent. Yeah, yeah, but it also feels like it could have been ages ago. But also, though, not that long after he was shit-talking Drake, who was probably friends with Ryan Johnson. Hmm? Just saying, I think it all loops back around. I'm just trying hmm. to think now what like possible connection we could have between Drake and Ryan Johnson. And I'm trying to think one of my associations with Drake and it's mostly being a creep. So now I'm trying to think, is Ryan Johnson also a creep? Can they be creepy yeah. friends? I don't think you can make Star Wars and not be a creep. Mm. You got all those little weird creatures and they're all hairy. Eh. Something fucked but up he, there. He did upset a lot of Star Wars fans though. So that's a pretty uncreepy move. That's a pretty normy a normy thing to do. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Although Chris- he did he did also make uh make Mark Hamill suck off a giant CGI cow monster it. thing. Oh. Yeah, but we we can all agree though that's just funny, <laughs> you know. If you get like I'd a legendary Russians, I'd be yeah, like, oh, get, that's just good you comedy." Get, you get a legendary Hollywood figure and you make him suck a CGI tit. That's just funny. That's just a good bit. <laughs> I'm really waiting for the day that someone manages to have Pierce Brosnan in like Total Recall too, you know, and he has to suck off a fucking space tit or like a fourth tit or something. And then we could just laugh about it. And also, he's in a tuxedo like James Bond. And he acts real cool about it, like it's no big thing. Or the opposite. And he goes like, kind of a face the entire time. <laughs> no one can quite understand why they put it in the movie. I remember seeing some review from Mamma Mia, where um, so the review basically said, I think like Pierce Brosnan has managed to play the most dignified and the least dignified characters in cinema simultaneously now huh. while uh, being Pierce Brosnan while failing to sing to I, am con- I am convinced that they had never heard Pierce Brosnan hum a fucking note in his life but they just loved the idea of him being a love interest character and got him because if yeah. you watch that movie when he gets to his part where he sings they lower his volume and they do the best they can to cover up Pierce Brosnan <laughs> in fairness rightfully so but I'm convinced that they were really caught off guard that when they got to the scene they were like shit <laughs> huh. we may have really fucked up here Imagine that they didn't hear him sing until literally his first take on the set. I don't think he sings a single note in in Mamma Mia too. I think he's ju- just an on-screen oh, character. He's in the background. Yeah, I just, think they learned their lesson. Yeah. Away, away, we'll teach you how to dance, and then he dances like shit. It's worse. It's wor- How is it worse? How could it possibly be worse than the singing? Speaking of movies, I was sitting around the other day and I seen a list that Sky made for five star movies which is apparently made up of movies that um, that users rate don't quite know how that works because I don't know how you can rate a movie on Sky but that's fine 
So I sent you guys a snippet of the movies, a small snippet of this list. Mm. And the movies that were on the, the snippet I sent you were Jackass Forever, yep. uh, Nobody, Boat, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight, <laughs> The Godfather, and King Richard. Okay, it's a standard, uh, standard set of movies there. So yeah. I'm going to give you guys five guesses each to try and figure out if there's anything that you can pick out from that list that might be on the rest of the five-star list that Sky put together for me to watch on their movie section. Give me the list again. <laughs> the list is Jackass Forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nobody, which is the Bob Odenkirk, um, John Wick movie. Right. The Dark Knight, Batman yeah. Begins, The Godfather, and King Richard. Okay, I can Snyder guarantee Cook. you one movie on it. Go. All right, Inception is on there. It is not. Inception Fuck. is not a five-star movie. What? Nope, not according to the sky. Um. It is. What about the Battle of the Bull Feathers? Good for, for very, we went to very different directions there, Steve. Both good guesses, but they're they're not there. So let me let me give you a hint. Um, one of the movies, or two of the movies on there are dog-based. Uh, Marley and Me. Marley and Me is not one of the dog-based movies that they're on there. <laughs> However, Owen Wilson does make the list. I will tell you that much. Owen Wilson is on the list, just not for Marley and Me. Okay. So a dog movie and an Owen Wilson. Is the, is the Owen Wilson movie uh, The Royal Town? Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, that's a much better not guess. Not Wedding Crashers, but it is wedding related. What? I didn't know I did any what it Oh, it's one of the rom-coms, isn't it? Is it Meet, is it meet the Fox? Not Meet the Fox, Meet the Parents. Nope, not Meet the Parents. Is it, is it one of it's, 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 it's a newer film, let's say. It'll be very I've funny done any if, film meet, since. if one of the other Meet the Films was a five-star movie, but not Meet the Parents. It's actually all the others. Meet the Parents is the only one that got two stars. Um, I don't know any fucking recent Owen Wilson films. How are there be any dog films? Is Airbud one of them? Is that the fi- is that a five star film? Airbud is not one of them. Think oh. of the dog as like a deformed dog. Like this what? dog ain't right. What? Again, I come back to Clifford. That dog ain't right. <laughs> you nailed it. Clifford the big red dog is in fact a five star <laughs> movie by Sky. <laughs> Scooby Doo. <laughs> It is not Scooby Doo, but is it a di- it's a different child's property about dogs. Different child's what? property about dogs. They keep thinking of bears. I keep wanting to say Paddington. <laughs> Paddington could be a dog in disguise. You don't fucking know. Is Paddington a five star film, by the way? No, it's not. Fucking useless is piece a- of shit in this. Is there a Paw Tales movie? Paw Pals, whatever the fuck it's called. Paw Patrol? Oh, Paw yes, Patrol. Nailed it. that is the utter dog movie. What? <laughs> yes! Save you genius. I only deserve half points because I only got half the name. What was the first dog movie? Clifford. Oh, wait. You're not joking. That was the other no, one. No, that's, that's one of them. Uh, these, I am not lying about any movie from this list. These are all 100% true movies. I, I'm amazed, Steve, that you were able, even with the clues, to get to fucking Paw Patrol and Clifford from The Godfather, uh, the two Batman films, <laughs> and nobody. 
I'll give you a clue, right? That I wasn't concentrate. I wasn't really concentrating on the game, and I was just listening to the clues because obviously the, the ones at the start are massive red herrings. So, oh yeah, yeah. You, I allowed However, you to do all the work. There is a couple of classic films in here that would have been pretty big, like you know, pop culture blockbusters, and maybe one of them is you know a little bit more relevant at the minute for one reason or another. Is it Death on the Nile? No, it's not Death on the Nile. <laughs> Steve, you either guessed the correct answer or say something completely fucking left field that there's no chance of being right. <laughs> that was a callback to Angela Lansbury. Torah is great. Is it midway? Is it knives out? It's not knives out. It's Private Ryan. It's, I'll give you another hint. It's jewelry based. What? More relevant. It involves now. jewelry. Yeah. It's not Day of the Condor. There's jewelry in that. Um, is it a, what's that? What, uncut Gems? The Italian Job. Not Uncut Gems. Not the Italian yeah, Job. The that Italian would be a good job. one for the list. The Italian Job is bullion. Oh, um, I what's in the news. I think the Queen died. But like something about the Queen's Diamonds. But I can't think of any movie about the Queen's Diamonds. Maybe it's not a movie about the Queen's Diamonds. Maybe it's a movie that has some form of like jewelry at its epicenter. Ocean's 12? Not Ocean's 12. Ocean's 13? Fucking hilarious if it was Ocean's 13 or 12 and not 11. (laughs) Yeah, I like these ones better. The ones where they do everything the same but worse. Thomas Crown Affair? What if there was like jewelry that like gave someone like some kind of power if they were to put it on? Fucking hell. Is it Avengers? (laughs) No, not Avengers. Um, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. There you go. It's the first Lord of the Rings film. They've dubbed five stars. But only the Fellowship. Only Fellowship. None of the not others the, made the list. Not the clearly superior two towers. Yeah, no, nope, not, not just Fellowship. Well, nothing exciting happens. They don't want that. No. It's the what? What's that game? The, the the when you have to balance and carry loads around and walk around for a bit. Um, Death Stranding. Yeah, like the way Death Stranding is a walking simulator. That's what the Fellowship of the Ring is. Yeah. Would love a, get, a Fellowship of the Ring game where you just have to stroll across endless landscape. But that's that's the entire bit. All the hobbits do is walk. I mean, to be fair, I would also love a game that was an adaptation of Return of the King, but was just you charging on your horse, shouting death. You didn't even have to hit the orcs. I'm I'm gonna go through the rest of the list because there's no there's no way we're gonna get there. So, Sing Two, yeah, Paw Patrol the movie, Uncharted, um, yes, the video game movie starring Tom Holland. Isn't that supposed to be shit? It's got five stars from Sky, apparently. Uh, the Imitation Game. <laughs> Following okay. on from those three. Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Spider-Man No Way Home. Belfast. <laughs> Marry Me, which is the Owen Wilson um, wedding comedy that I was talking about earlier. Uh, Jurassic Park, the very first one. Following on from that, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Ghostbusters. None of the originals, but the one with Paul Rudd. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dune made it on the list. Mm. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong, which is the most like streaming service movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, the Croods 2. <laughs> then Jackass Forever, Nobody, The Dark Knight, King Richard, The Godfather, Batman Begins. And here's the last four to end it <clears throat> The Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Oh, I should have guessed that. Yeah. A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm-hmm. The course. Born Identity. Of and course. the final movie on the list. Shaun of the Dead. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. 
Uh, and that is the big list of perfect movies that Sky wants me to watch. Uh, which, whew, there's uh, something to them. I don't know what, but uh, something to them. It's not a bad list in the sense of most of those movies you would probably enjoy watching. It's just the strange definitiveness of it. These are the five-star movies. Everything else goes in the trash. So, since we were talking about uh, celebrity deaths, I found one of the grimmest pages I've ever read on Wikipedia. Oh, shit. Uh, Is it about Kim Kardashian's podcast? List of deaths due to COVID-19. This is a list of notable people reported as having died from coronavirus disease in 2019 as a result of infection by the virus SARS-CoV-2 during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, or indeed complications. So it's everyone that they could think of with an article on the English language Wikipedia who died of COVID-19. Okay. Dated by date of death. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good few of them. Uh, who do you think is the most famous actor to have died of COVID-19? Um, hmm. See, now I'm sure I don't even think of actors that passed away. I actor feel like the... Actress. There definitely was someone famous. Oh, I'm not going to make it too hard. Actor. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of famous people that passed away during COVID. Yeah. I know they said that like a lot of them were like passed peacefully or whatever, but like when someone when someone old and frail like gets sick and dies during a pandemic, I mean, <laughs> pretty good odds that it was from the pandemic. In fairness, I mean, not that you want to push it because you know it's a grieving family and everything, but when they're like, no, it definitely wasn't COVID. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> I don't know. Who? There's definitely yeah, been I... some people I remember thinking, oh, they're famous. I can't believe they died. Hmm. Uh, Give I'm us who to... you would believe to be the top five. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, well, nearly everybody on that list. Are, the, the first one is a major, a major star in a very, very large franchise. Uh, very, very well-known, large, and current and long-running franchise, and the other four are Bollywood. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Actually, I wouldn't have thought. I, I wouldn't have thought of uh, Bollywood stars. Mm. Huh. And we're talking top five actors, yeah. But the other one, the 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 top one for me, the most prominent one that I can I can recognize. Obviously, uh, anyone listening in from part of the world where Bollywood or Indian cinema that isn't Bollywood is. Uh, more widely watched may have a different view on it to me and possibly quite correctly i yeah i mean that's fair this individual while having portrayed one of the most famous characters in cinema history of the last of the 20th century uh wouldn't be a major actor sean connery no smaller than sean connery like physically or sean connery's still alive isn't he no 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 he died did he die of covid though i have no idea dude no, he didn't. DMX. He did during the pandemic, though. During the duration of the pandemic. No, DMX isn't an actor. Oh, he is. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. Is DMX on this? I'm sure he's been on there. He's acted in a few things. He did um, die of COVID. No, he didn't die of COVID. Sorry. You see, you're, all, you're, you're naming people who didn't die of COVID. That's the problem. Yeah. That is the fatal flaw in my, in my, uh, my strategy. As grim as this, this fun little guessing game is... Christopher Lee. Nah, that was heart disease. And pre-pandemic. But yeah. I'm, Google- I'm trying to Google people who I know who died. But you're very, 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 very close. Very close. Uh, uh... With Christopher Lee. 
Yeah. Uh, but I was was I a million miles away from Sean Connery? Uh, yeah, you're much further away with Sean Connery. Okay. But all three men of the same nationality. Okay. I was thinking it was a Brit. Oh, it's a Brit. Uh, yeah, shit, dude. I have no... I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Where, where are we? I'm giving you a clue right now. What are you doing? This is what, how is this a clue? Oh, the noise reduction is probably too much. He's giving us a clue, damn it, Dan. Come on, stop. Hang on, I'll turn up the gain here. Hang on. Is one of the people that, like, was the who walked the Darth Vader? Is that? Yes. David Brown. Okay. Okay, I, I thought you might have been doing the proper Darth Vader voice. I see, I had, I had a feeling. I had a feeling it was Star Wars. When I think of Star Wars, I think of fucking Mark Hamill and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, like, no, no, still going. And you got every Ponzi British character you could think of who'd played someone evil-looking except Sean Connery. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I'd say Sean Connery played someone evil. <laughs> Sean Connery's James Bonds are definitely an evil man. Turned out, Je turned out Sean Connery played General Grievous this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he played bad Yoda. So Baron Sleechman died of Master Kenobi. COVID. <laughs> I've studied all your tricks. <laughs> that would have been fantastic, actually. I was off um, shopping for my brother's 21st birthday present this weekend. Uh, right. And also, it's my nephew's birthday, and there's a million other things going on. But while I was there, I was in, I was in the board game aisle in Smith's trying to get ideas for Christmas presents for people while we were out. I figured, you know what? You mean the Monopoly aisle? Yeah. I, um, thought you said, I thought you said the board gay mile. Yeah, the board gay mile. I was, uh, the I mile was trying to see. It was a lazy afternoon. They were all bored. <laughs> no one wanted to go on the poll. Um, but I seen, I seen two things that, uh, that disturbed me. One was very clearly, very clearly, purposely sexual. So let me let me just pop this in, into the into the main channel. Uh, you're not pop popping anything purposely sexual into the main channel, my friend. Oh, I'm telling you now. Okay, so here's here's one of them. Come on, Discord. There Put we go. Up. So, hmm. as you could see, this game has a very curious looking object. That seems to have lines around it as if it's moving. And in this photograph, there are two kids that are having a very good time with some kind of object that they don't quite seem to recognize if you look at their face. But their mother in the background is covering her face in embarrassment. And the dad on the other side seems to be thinking like, whoa, shit, what have they got their hands on? Yikes. <laughs> and uh, I, <laughs> I refuse to believe that this game was created... What, <laughs> without the specific idea in mind that the kids have found a vibrator and the parents in the background are playing it off like it's a toy and making a game out of it because it is very blatant. <laughs> I just don't see how that concept gets to market. <laughs> no to be the person that raises to, uh, to be uh, to be the weirdo. Mm. Hey guys, is this a uh... 
Rudely sexual. <laughs> I told you, stop sexualizing our children's stories. It's just it's a simple called... game of topple off. Topple off. This is like, it's so, it's so weirdly sexual that there's no way this was not on purpose. It's so odd. And, um, so you can play with eight players. I bet you can. And unfortunately, what else I have to share is somehow even worse. Oh, no. Um, because I couldn't believe this was real. Um, unfortunately, it is. Um, here's another board game that I found while I was out doing shopping the other day. Oh, what? Fucking Mukbang a game. Oh, my Mukbang God. the game with real mukbang sounds. And then in the bottom corner, the YouTube craze. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I only learned this word about two weeks ago. And... <laughs> please, She's done well. Please don't make... Um, <laughs> please don't make games that glorify... Um, people that are so starved for like, like fame attention. and attention that they like murder themselves by eating like insane amounts of food on a regular basis for the enjoyment of weirdos on the internet. Uh... Like everyone that gets involved with that craze is so unhealthy and so unhappy. And of course you're unhappy because you probably feel like shit twenty four seven. But you can't stop because that's paying the mortgage. <laughs> so please, please don't make games like this. What's the like, guy's name? Furious Pete uh, say I shit whole chunks. No, Furious Pete's just like he's just a competitive eater. The mukbang guy would be I know he technically falls under mukbang, but that's not something he does like on the regular. That's just oh. like a challenge thing he does. You the it'd be like Nicholas Avocado would be the types of guys. Every time I see images of Nicholas Avocado, I just feel like sadder and sadder. Oh, he's very clearly a guy that, like, you know, he's he's kind of, like, trapped in this weird loophole now. Because, like, what do you do? Do you quit and, like, get yourself healthy? And it's like, sure you can. But, like, how do you support yourself financially? And how do you how do you pay for your lifestyle and go from there? It's, you know, it's it's really sad to see them. But, like, please don't make games out of it. Don't, like, don't encourage, like, people and, like, young kids to get involved in, like, mukbang shit. Really up. Maybe it prevents people. Maybe maybe it satisfies the childlike urge to do it, or maybe it just introduces them to the concept. Who can say? Yeah, I mean that's fair. I you know just <laughs> my first thought seeing it was that like oh this is a this is a scary thing to justify. <laughs> like this is a this is a scary thing to make a game about. Let's let's not do this. Anyway, I hope the game like makes you actually like perform. Um, mukbang related challenges so like you have to eat 8,000 calories worth of fried noodles from you know empire chinese or whatever uh, um, or whatever chinese is on the corner of your house i would love that the game it, it doesn't come with anything in the box it's just a small instruction day. like this is a definition of mukbang yeah the the box the box just has like a little video camera in it and a youtube address where you send your videos anonymously Gives you advice on how to like alienate friends and family so you have enough emotional damage to begin with to do it. Also, the other thing that's weird about these these aisles, um <laughs> is that like while you're looking through these like board games, whatever you're thinking, like, oh what do kids like? Every kid's game is based on shit. Every kid's game is based on shit in some form or another. It's either like a toilet that fires a piece of shit out, or it's like a dog that takes a shit, and if he takes a shit, that person loses. Or like, there's like these hidden like little boxes or whatever, and then you lift the box up, and if there's shit underneath, you lose. They're all based on shit. Why are all these kids' games based on actual shit? It's fine, poo funny. There was a toy that I found yeah. called a turtle. T U R D L E. And it's a turtle on a toilet, and when you push the button, he takes a shit into the toilet. Okay, where was that when I was a kid? Maybe if I had that when I was seven, I'd be happy. 
<laughs> all I need is my mukbang video games and, and my, my turtles, <laughs> and I got it all. Yeah, the police are breaking down the door because I haven't paid rent. I get taken out screaming as I clutch the turtle to my chest. Shoveling noodles into your mouth. <laughs> no. You can't stop me, Ossifer. What would be your what would be your mukbang name? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know I was supposed to have one. But neither did I, but I mean here we are. What, what's, the usual, what's the usual naming format? I don't know. I mean, there's one of them is like, you know, Nicado Avocado. That's pretty good. That's a pretty top tier name just in general, even if you weren't a mukbang guy. You know, you could have like Danny Donut. That's a pretty good one. Hmm. Danny Donut would also be a good porn name. So there's also that, like, you know, double usage. That's true, actually. I've got a copyright for one of those now. Um, the only thing that's left is mukbang porn. I say that naively. That's definitely all. See, like, you can't, you can't use, like, Steven Sausage because that's like a child. That sounds like a child's, like, character like that would be like a that'd be like a, a side character on like postman pat would be steven steven, steven spaghetti plays uh plays oh. children's concerts spaghetti spaghetti <laughs> that's a good one actually i like that one this is what i get for having a shitty little name like fucking adam what the fuck do you do with adam no adam the madman adam that's apple not- how many apples is a motherfucker really going to get through? A whole bushel of apples. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like somehow the most unsettling mukbang channel because you just keep eating on a healthy amount of apples while staring down the camera. The juice while just sitting, dripping while through s- your beard. While sitting outside the-, the GP staring in the window. <laughs> Not getting me today. Not today, <laughs> yeah. Doc. The doctor's like, we can't leave. He's out there just eating apples. The I apple force field keeps us in the building. Curse the Black Pearl. The guy just, like, the ghost guy just eats. The, the ghost captain just starts eating apples and they all just fall in half eating chunks <laughs> of the floor underneath him because ghosts can't eat, same as Casper. I guess, it, I guess if, like, Nicado Avocado kills over, I could be like Ad- Adamo Avocado. That that'd be That could oh. work. <laughs> I mean, again, I, like, sauce. I can only, oh, no, because then I sound like, like, a, like a fucking, like a, a primary school teacher. Frankly, you know? it makes you sound like a pedophile. If you call yourself an applesauce, I'm mean, putting you on a list. Yeah, exactly. It's like a primary school teacher, like I said. <laughs> Who else would want to dedicate their lives to those little shits? Ow. <laughs> this is going to come back to haunt me when I become, like, the leader of the primary school teachers. So yeah. back to haunt you, where like it turns out, like Nuri gets pregnant, and she has like nine kids, like The Simpsons, <laughs> and they all become primary school teachers. <laughs> the one thing I told them they couldn't do—they've all defied me. I have no sons and daughters. Several of both. Sack me. I made BBC. Stephen, what happened with your sword? My sword. Yeah. Oh, I was bringing my sword over to my friend. The swords. Yes, I was bringing my sword to swords <laughs> to uh, bring my sword to swords. Actually, I was bringing a sword and a small training knife to swords. Uh, it turns out it wasn't actually swords; it was actually sentry. Ah, uh, I didn't need to get create you. a satellite village to swords called Small Training Knife. I, I thought my. <laughs> <laughs> Just outside of swords. <laughs> I thought um. I, I thought my friend Jenny lived in, in Swords, but actually she lives in Santry. Um, 
but I was dropping it out because I'm going to see uh, an elderly Japanese man in London at the weekend uh, teach us the secrets of the ninja. Oh um, yeah, this is your weekend. This is your training weekend. This is my moment, man. Oh, this I'm so happy moment. for you. We've been talking about this for months. <laughs> I know. It's because it's been planned for months and I've very little else going on in my life. I know, you turned down a... <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Fuck, I can't talk about this. Uh, <laughs> to cut this as well, please. It's not next weekend, it's a weekend after. Yeah, this this comes out the thirty first, so like, you know, this is fine, don't worry. We've already dated it with the Angela Lansbury stuff. <laughs> I can't she take the, the risk shot. I can't take the risk shot. I hear it. You're gonna have to cut that too. You better just oh, give me this episode <laughs> to cut to edit oh. it. <laughs> I gotta go see a samurai about a sword. <laughs> gotta see a man about a dog. I was at I was I was at work for I was I had to. I'm very tired today because uh, on Monday I covered a hearing. Uh, I, I cover courts for a living uh, for my job as a journalist, uh, and um, the hearing I went to on Monday was not I'm not going to mention anything about the case whatsoever, except to say that it started at 10:30 a.m had a 45-minute break for lunch, and went to 25 to 8, all of which I had to write down. Okay. I was, Nine hours. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about the case, except for, I believe he did it. <laughs> all I'm going to say, all I'm saying, <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> nine hours, very, very long hearing. Yeah. You ever talked for nine hours? <laughs> let me let, let me send you back to uh, Nightcap, episode one of one. <laughs> oh, yeah, after I went back to sleep. Well, my my thumb still has pins and needles from Monday. Jesus. I lost all sensation in my thumb for, for over a day. I've lost all sensation in my thumb for uh, over 48 hours now. Is this from writing? Yeah. Ah, you got to get faster typing, my man. You got to get faster typing. No, writing's faster that, that, that way. Especially, and I need I need the paper notes. I need the paper notes. Okay, it's like having a dual monitor with your laptop when you think about it that way. Fair, yeah, fair. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, right. Oh, I mean, Dan, if you unless you got anything for us, we could start winding down. No, no, I'm gonna save my I'm gonna save my A topic for okay. Next we're just doing we're just doing a little short one today. You know, we, we things kind of came together. We had to throw it in last minute, which is a little a little short one. But I brought you know I brought the vibrator game. I brought the mukbang game. I brought the the guessing game. I brought as much as I could for a short podcast window. So you're all welcome. I brought a breaking news update on Angela Lansbury, and that's I, I true. Also brought I also brought a fun guessing game about who died during COVID. So if you want to cancel me, now's your time. <laughs> the Death Watch Beetle, they call me. <laughs> I don't think he didn't say anything that needs to be cut from the episode, so that's also uh, <laughs> there was definitely nothing. I know, <laughs> no cancelable comments at all. Always a great one. It turns out nothing, I just overdub it with myself. Nothing socially <laughs> or personally embarrassing. Nothing you could be cancelled over. Nothing at all. Rather, than, rather than cutting it, I overdub it with my own voice. Don't worry, friend. I'll take the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fool! You could have cut it. No. <laughs> this is about podcast integrity. One of us has to go down with this ship. <laughs> Pod Morning, game 2022. Morning Brew was in Morning Brew was Morning Brew was recorded in front of a live studio audience in Los Angeles, California, each of whom have the right to cancel any participant at will. Okay, Coolio, count us down. Oh, it's just the music and we're just sitting there silently waiting for him to do it. 
This has been episode 59 of Morning Brew. I have been Coolio. I've been Cal. Uh, I've been Keenan. Rest Keenan Watt. Angela Lansbury. Keenan Watt. Keenan Watt. Bling, 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 bling. That's always. the crossover. That's the crossover we never got was Coolio rapping a beat on the Murder She Wrote theme song. That's true. Bling, 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 bling. He helps her solve a murder and then just goes back into. Like, not a character. He's just playing himself. Me and my friend Coolio pretty solved this one. We have if they, if they had done that crossover, they could have called it murder, question mark. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> and then oh, Bill Clinton again. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's been episode 59 right. of Morning Brew. Um, make sure to like us on um, like us on iTunes where we have a perfect rating. If we were on Sky, they would have us on the list next to Clifford the Big Red Dog. Ooh. Unfortunately, we're not on Sky. We're on iTunes. Make sure you like it there. Like it on Spotify. Like it wherever. We don't really give a shit. Just like it. It helps it out a lot. Yeah. Subscribe um, too, if you can. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with a friend. Yeah, we do have a Patreon. Yeah, you can find that by clicking on the little dollar symbol on the Twitter page. We, Take it right to lo- it. We'd love your donations. We'll <laughs> Believe me, we would love your money. We, <laughs> we will never turn down a dollar from literally anyone. Some of us are even tax compliant. Yeah, <laughs> not me, baby. Woohoo! Shouldn't make those jokes based on the industry I work in. Anyway, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.